Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. This week, it's brother versus brother. I don't care if you like each other right now, but you will respect each other. A clash that divides the state of Oregon. You got to pay that This is a Rivalry Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by P.G. Long, your Northwest flooring experts. Online at pglongllc.com. Primetime. On Rivalry Week, 1080. I'm not going to argue with that. The Fan. Rivalry Week. Yeah, somebody uh, text the Vancouver Ford text line. Did you know you could reach the Vancouver Ford text line? I, I yeah. Do you uh, have it in your phone? No, no, I never text in. I don't either. That would be weird. I text sometimes like if like Dusty or Sprague or whatever, I'll text in to one of the hosts. Yeah, to their phone. Yeah, to the phone. Because we have access yeah, to their that's phone. that's right, yeah. Well, actually, I don't have Danny's number, but uh, I can text Dusty. But yeah, if you wanted to put this in your phone... You should. Yeah. 503-864-6326. That's the Vancouver Ford text line. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. It's they how treat you, you right before, during, and after the sale of VancouverFord.com. It's how you reach us. We that's we yeah. read them all. Yeah, we read them. Yeah. Well, maybe not all, but we see we, them. We see them. Most we, of them. We try. Yeah. We try. Some of you are morons. <laughs> and then uh, others of you are great yeah. and funny. So it's kind of hard. You know, and there's all that stuff in between. Yeah. Well, but I like, always wonder if like, because like, we don't really, met, yeah, like you don't know anybody's number no. off the top of your head at the no. station. Like one of the other hosts could easily be uh, chiming in on the text line. 100%. And we would have no idea. No, but the, some of the guys that want to be recognized, they'll sign them. You know, like we'll get to. You know, you, well, like Chuck from accounting last Yeah, week. Chuck from accounting. Yeah, you just, you know, if you want us to know who you are, just sign yeah, your. Yeah, just uh, put your name on Put it. your name on it. So somebody texted into the Vancouver Ford text line. They said, I've seen Troy Franklin projected to be picked by the Chiefs. That'd yeah, be nice. Absolutely. Troy well, Franklin, man. This uh, wide receiver class is going to be ridiculous. Um, well, and Franklin, don't you think he's like, I mean, that dude is so good. Nobody really talks about him. No. Everybody's talking about Marvin Harrison. Yeah. Well, I, I've said it all year long that when you look at Adunze and you look at Franklin, their numbers are just as good, if not better, in categories than uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. But you know how it works when you when you have an and by the way, I'm taking nothing away from Marvin Harrison Jr. The guy is freaking amazing. But once you get labeled as this generational talent, it's really hard to get anyone to believe that someone's better than you. Caleb Williams has this right. Like we went in hearing that Caleb Williams is the best quarterback prospect since 
Andrew Luck. And quite frankly, he wasn't that good this year. He was, he was, he's amazing. He's really good. But like, we, we just hold on to this. Like, well, no, this was the narrative. And, and it's, it's hard to get people to think outside the box. And I think that's with Harrison Jr. But to be honest with you, the, the, the person that's been the best receiver in the country this year is Malik Neighbors down at LSU. Look at his numbers. It's absurd. Absolutely absurd what him and Jaden Daniels are doing down there. But Adunze and Franklin, and you just look at, at people coming out next year in the draft that are that are eligible to come out from like Johnny Wilson at uh, Florida State and Coleman and uh, Worthy out at Texas. USC has got three of them that are going to be top three picks. Um, the kid out of uh, uh, McMillan out of Arizona, if he comes out, Washington with Adunze and Polk. I mean, there are so many really good receivers in this year's draft. It might be the best class uh, or the best position at any group coming out of the draft. So if you're Kansas City or someone that's in need of a receiver, you're not going to need a top 10 pick to get someone that is going to project out to be a really, really good player. In fact, there's going to be some first-round talents that probably slip into the second round in this year's draft just because it's so deep. Hey, I've got a little late-breaking sports news. What do you got? This you guys want some late-breaking news? Late breaking you sports know news? I love late-breaking news. Uh, Scoot Henderson is no longer a member of my remix. <sighs> what a career. What a stint. Yeah. Re- remix legend. Remix Hall of Famer. Scoot Henderson. He was there for a day. Well, actually, a couple of hours. Yes. I I read uh, before the show, I'm like, oh, my God, they're putting Scoot with my remix. (laughs) And then, uh, now, just moments ago, I saw uh, his stint with the remix is over. Yeah. Would that have gotten you to go to a remix game? Yeah. Because I think, like... The, well, I, not much is going to get me to go to a remix game. I saw a highlight the other day, and it appeared that there were 40 people there. 40? 40. Is that good or bad? I think that's bad. I, I get, feel like that's good. Well, I get the press... You're lucky re- to have 40. <laughs> I get the press releases, so I know when they win or lose, they're 3-3. Three and three. They just got done taking oh. care of the Ontario Clippers. Thank God I'm not on that list. You don't get, you don't get the releases? No. Oh, yeah. I love their logo, though. I think that, I think it's a cool uh, brand. But uh, Scoot, they were going to put him down there for conditioning. Yeah. And now they're not. No, no. The so, new floor is cool, though. And you can get hand fruit, whatever that means. Hand fruit? Yeah, I don't know. Someone tweeted out the um, the menu at the snack bar, and then they were trying everything on the snack bar. I got really bored what over is the weekend. Ha- what is hand fruit? Like, is that, isn't all fruit hand fruit? It's like a fruit cup you just pick. I, I don't know. I didn't get to see the picture. Like they grapes? Were, they were teasing it for the next day, and I forgot to go find them again. I they just, have hand fruit. I've never... I've never had fruit any other way than with my hands. Well, Some people eat, with, eat a it with a fork sometimes. I mean, like cantaloupe or something. Uh, like n- if it's diced up, you just fork it. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, like pineapple. Yeah, or- like if it's if it's sliced up. But even then, you got me fifty fifty. I'm a, I, I just maybe I, strawberries. I raw dog. Nah, dude, I raw dog it. I just grab them, grab them with my mitts, and, and have at it. Also, controversy. Uh, I don't wash my fruit. Man. I don't either. Who cares? Well, I get a lot of flack for it at, at my house. Yeah. And look, I understand that there's probably pesticides on there and other things, but like you're telling me that running underwater for like three seconds, that's gonna like I accept the risk that comes with fruit. Hallelujah. I just like what haven't died yet. Exactly. Bring it. Yeah. I, I got I got no time for washing fruit. So there's your breaking news. Um who feels worse? Okay, I was I was thinking about Valdez Scantling dropping mm-hmm. that pass. Yeah. Who do you who, no? Not who feels worse. Who do you feel worse for? The guy, the wide receiver who drops the game-winning touchdown, mm-hmm. 
the kicker who misses the game-winning field goal. Mm. Or I was even thinking about maybe like a, a soccer nerd who misses the game-winning penalty kick, you know, because those seem so easy. Yeah, the soccer guy, because you can die over that. <gasps> well, no, the <laughs> the Colombian guy, he was he kicked the ball into the wrong South goal. goal, and they killed you. <laughs> yeah, he was dead. I'm just, like, I'm just saying, I'm just super dead. I'm saying that soccer around the world, I feel bad for those people because as crazy as we are, like, in the country, we get it. Like, you see it every year where someone botches something. And who was recently? Oh, it was uh, uh, Justin Jefferson was was getting a lot of crap from fantasy owners. Why? Because he's not playing? Because he's not playing. And and he had to come out and tell people to, to go away. Like, I get that we get some. We <laughs> did get, he, did we, he have to do that? Well, he did. <laughs> I don't think he did. <laughs> Ignore the fantasy dorks. We get harassed, you know, uh, out here, mm. our, our sports athletes. But other countries, um, oh. It's way, way worse. Like, they'll burn your house down. So the, the answer to that question is that's, soccer. That's a good point. It's soccer guy. Yeah. Soccer guy. Because no one feels bad for a kicker guy. No, no. I mean, come on, you have one job. Yeah. But then again, so does the wide receiver. It's true. Like, I, I would say, which one is worse to me, dropping the touchdown pass versus missing the kick? That's more egregious? It's more egregious. I'm not saying I feel— if it's catchable, you should haul it in? Yeah. Like, what happened last night with the Valdez-Scantling? Like, if you ask me— which is more egregious? Not who I feel worse for, but missing a forty because it, it, like if you miss a twenty-three yarder, that's different. But forty, let's go 47. 47 yard field goal. You miss it, or you drop the uh, the 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 Valdez Gambling pass. <clears throat> who I'm more upset about? Dropping the pass. Absolutely. Mm. I expect more out of my receivers. The stupid kicker, I just assume that the stupid kicker is going to miss. I have no faith in him whatsoever. But you're an NFL receiver. Catch <laughs> the damn so ball. True. Every time you watch a game-winning field goal. No, I just have no confidence. Yeah, you just think he's going to miss it. Yes. Almost, like every time. Yeah. Like I've you ne- never feel good about it. We had an All-American kicker when I was at BYU. Who Owen, was it? Owen Pochman. Oh, yeah. yeah on, I recognize that name. He went on to be a male the model. Great. And uh, a male model, a male model. Didn't he kick with like a club foot or something? <laughs> he, he did not. He was a very handsome. He's the one legged kicker. I remember him. <laughs> he was a very handsome lad. And then uh, I think he married a playboy playmate. So good for Owen Pochman. By the way, he's a good guy to hang out with because you could catch some strays. Some strays. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was him and the quarterback. A little runoff. Oh, 100 percent. Believe me, we were all trying to hang around Pochman for, you know, obvious reasons. And he was really good. I never once had him line up for a kick where I thought to myself, oh, this is going in. And he was really good. And every, he was good. Yeah. Every time he kicked, I'd be like, you son of a bitch. Don't you, you're going to miss it. And then it would go in like, oh, we love you. Yeah. It's like we're always surprised when they make it. Yeah. But with the, with the, when we had a really good receiver, I just assumed, I'm like, dude, you're catching that. Like, yeah, we're surprised when you don't yeah, make the play. Yeah. Like, we have no respect for, for kickers, even if they're great, whereas the receiver, they catch the ball. Hmm. You got to admit, I'm not sure which one was worse, the the Quentin Jefferson that would have won the game for the Chargers because they would have the easy chip shot field goal, or the, the one last night with Kansas City. But both of those, like... Boyd dropped one the week before. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Four. Yeah. Right? But the, like, for the Bengals? For the Bengals. But stride for stride, Herbert and Mahomes couldn't have thrown two better balls. It just, that's, boy, that's just, that's going to haunt you. All right, let's get to the college football playoff rankings. Did Washington make a move? We will uh, get to that next. Rest in peace, the great Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, rest in peace. When I was in Detroit, and not that anyone cares, but his best song is The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, the tune. It is my favorite, Gordon Lightfoot. And in there, it's a true story of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. And uh, in there, he references the Maritime Sailors Church. And I went, and it that it was in Detroit, and I stumbled across the church from uh, from that song. Well, look at that. Yeah, it was one of those when I was walking around, and I saw a big church with an anchor on it, and I was like, "Oh my hey. gosh, like, is that?" And then I walked up to it, and my gal was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" And I was like, "Just come here." And then uh, there was a little plaque that said the church was immortalized in the great uh, wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald song. Cool. So, there is my Gordon Lightfoot connection in the great city of Detroit. He was greatness. It's right across the street from the uh, the Joe Louis Fist in Detroit. If you're not familiar with that either, no, the big statue there, the big arm. I mean, I've never been to Detroit. Oh, uh, well, that's at least ca- I don't think that's kind of one of those iconic things in Detroit. They just have this big giant. I mean, it's enormous. It's a it's a big giant arm and fist, and it's the fist of Joe Louis. You know, Michigan is one of the few states I've never set foot in. Oh, I'm pro Michigan. Never been up there. Yeah. Well, I'm too. I just have never been there. Yeah, the murder mitten. Um, okay, so we've got the college football playoff rankings. Yes, we got a little shake up. Very little shake. Uh, is it? Does it seem? Well, that's to why you, I said a little shake up. <laughs> does it seem to you that the rankings don't like this year abnormally stagnant? Well, no, yeah, no one's losing. Yeah, but doesn't that seem abnormally stagnant? Like, doesn't? Yeah, that, you would think you would think around this time that you get a couple. Usually, it's like I don't know. It just seems like the same. It's like we're just waiting for these last few games, pretty much, to to decide it. But um, no changes. Ten through six: Louisville ten, Missouri nine, Alabama eight, Texas seven, and Oregon six. And then the top five. Uh, the little shakeup is that Washington did jump Florida State, yeah. into number four after that win over Oregon State. So it's or uh, it's a uh, Georgia one, Ohio State two, Michigan three. They play this weekend, and then Washington is uh, four. I mean, Washington's resume. It's, they should be one. If you want to go just off resume, Washington has the best resume of anyone in the country, but at least they're in the top four now. But it's all moot because as long as Oregon and Washington take care of business and went out um, next, well, I guess this week, then you know they get to play for a shot in the college football playoff. And like I said, if, if you are a Washington fan and some things break your way, there is a chance as long as that's a close game, if they were to lose to Oregon, there is a path where you could get two Pac-12 teams in. It's unlikely. Who would you need to root for? So, uh, 
in the Big Ten, so Big Ten, you would root for Michigan to just you need so, yes, you need someone to just get shillelied in that game. You need Michigan to just but who you need Michigan to to beat Ohio State. It, it doesn't really matter. You just need one of those teams to just get drilled. Yeah, okay. by like forty. I mean, just doesn't matter which one it doesn't is. matter which one because they're two and three. You need you can't have that be a close game. Is this game is the Ohio State Michigan game for the right to go to the Big Ten title game? Yes. Ooh. So the loser. So is, the loser's out. The loser's out. They're not even going to be able to play in the Big Ten title game. Iowa's on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so Ohio State Michigan loser. Yes. So what just you, sits and waits. So what you need is wow. you need that game to not be competitive. You need someone to get embarrassed. And and then really all you need after that is I guess there's a lot. You need Georgia to beat Alabama, and which isn't a, a long shot. And then you just need the ACC to stub their toe. So if that were to happen, then there's your case. Georgia, I saw, is a three and a half point favorite over Alabama. Over Bama, yeah, yeah. Because the the problem with it is, is like if 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 Alabama beats Georgia, there's your argument of there's your two SEC teams. Oof. If Michigan and Ohio State is razor thin, there's your argument for two Big so, Ten teams. I heard Bartu say maybe I saw it on Twitter. Or was it something that uh, he was on one of our shows and he said that um, Georgia one loss Georgia does not get in. Yeah, he said that. And Dave, I don't like to challenge Dave because Dave is spot on. Because of their schedule? I just have a really hard time believing that the human element in that room is going to tell me... They're not one of the top four. ...that Georgia, who has won, I believe, 29 straight games, is the two-time defending national champions, and that's about to go undefeated again in the SEC... And if they lose a close game to Alabama, you're going to tell me that that they're going to say that Georgia isn't one of the top four teams. I just, I have a hard time. But well, they, again, it's not top four. It's most. It's it's most deserving. It's most deserving. Right? But I just, I don't know, man. There's inside that room, <laughs> there's a, not a human element. I well, I struggle with that. I, I hear you, but I, I think that if it came down to that, it better not be at the mercy of the Pac-12. Yeah. You know, like well, I'm well. Put it this way. A one-loss Georgia that does not win the SEC will not get in over the Pac-12 champ. No. Um, no. It just won't. No. So I should say it this way. Who would it be at the mercy of? I think it, it really depends. If if a one-loss Georgia gets into the 14 playoff, it would really depend on how everything else shakes well, out. That's why I said like it'd be the same thing with, with Oregon and, and UW. When I said that you, you need some things to kind of go your way, it's the same thing for any of these conferences. In order to get two teams in from the Big Ten, two teams in from the SEC, you kind of need the other people around you to well, to kind of to, to, to screw up. I'm just trying to think of who, like, how could you make a case that Georgia goes not winning the SEC with one loss? All right, simple. Um, Florida State without... L- uh, uh, ACC one loss. Well, Louisville loses this week to, or let's say Florida. Lo- Florida beats Florida State this week. Okay, Florida State, which is not inconceivable. And then Florida State still gets to play in the ACC title game against Louisville, and they and they beat they Louisville. Beat so the ACC is is gone. Okay, that one's done. Wait, even if Florida State wins the ACC, you think as uh, a two loss as a as no, a two one or it wouldn't matter They're as done. a one loss without your starting quarterback. They're done. They're done. I I think Florida State would be out. So I'm saying. Let's just make sure. This, I, I want to be clear. Florida State loses to Florida. Yes. Beats Louisville. Wins the ACC. One loss conference champion. I think they're No done. quarterback. I think they're done. But you think Georgia, a one loss Georgia that doesn't win the SEC, gets in over them? Yes. That's interesting. I believe it. In my, in they my, would have a, in my heart of hearts. They would have a hell of a gripe. 
uh, having the, won the league. The other one you would need is like if you 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 want Oregon to just alley whip Washington in the worst possible way, humiliate them. So get Washington out of there. Washington out. So then you would have. Oh. Yep. So it 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 go back to that where you need, and then the Big Twelve would have to. Well, let's go back to the Washington one. You would have, what if you had Washington and Georgia, one loss, non champions? See, here's the thing. if you're going by the committee's rules, Washington, it would be Washington because be they have way better wins. Yes. Georgia would get in, but, but I, I think you might be right. You just, Georgia and, would for sure get and, in. And, and Dave, Dave <laughs> will say that the committee follows rules, and it's it's always this way. And Dave's been right. So I said I have a hard time challenging Dave. I just think the human element, when they get in there, they're going to look at Washington and they're going to look at Georgia and they're going to be like, yeah, we're going to give it to Washington. I don't buy it. I don't. Right. The other weird one that gets weird, too, though, is if you have like a one-loss Washington, but Texas, they run the table the rest of the way. Alabama beats Georgia, but it's really, really close. Ohio State uh, <laughs> beats Michigan, or Michigan beats Ohio State, and it's really, really close. Now it's Thunderdome. They all have one loss. Yeah. Right, and then that's where I think the human element comes in, and they start taking the Blue Bloods, and who are the Blue Bloods? You're taking Alabama, Georgia, and Texas and making sure that they get in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Suk's saying, but I, I don't know. I think in that scenario, isn't the tiebreaker of all of those the champion? It hasn't. Al- it hasn't always been. Not always. I mean, Ohio State got but in I last think, year, and they weren't a champion. Yeah, they I didn't just, even go to the championship game. I think in this particular instance, if what you're twice, saying, you're saying Thunderdome he wasn't or, a champion, where they all have one loss. I mean, that would be the easiest way to get the le- the least amount of heat, yeah. right? Is like, hey, you you all have one loss, you all look great. But Texas won the Big 12. You're in. Washington or whomever <laughs> won the Pac-12. Yeah. And then Alabama won the SEC. Yeah. Yeah, and then the Big 10 champ. They have the chaos Iowa. scenario. My Big 10, Iowa, uh, Hawkeye. It's just yeah. if, if, you are a, if you're a Pac-12 fan, um, you're just, I guess it'd be Washington. Because Oregon, it doesn't matter. Oregon, if you win, you're in. And if you lose, it, you know, it's, it's a moot point. You don't, have a, you don't have a chance. So if, if you're a Washington fan and you're trying to hedge your bet... You need the ACC and you need the Big 12 to kind of screw the pooch. You need them to just kind of take care of themselves and get them out of the way. And then maybe, just maybe, as long as it's a close loss to Oregon, you might have a case like TCU did last year. Remember, TCU in the Big 12 last year ran the table, didn't look that good doing it, kind of ham and egg their way with a lot of close games, and then lost to Kansas State in the Big 12 title game, and TCU was still rewarded with a college football playoff berth. So it's probably going to be the Big 10 SEC and Pac-12 champs. I would think. Okay. They have the chaos scenario and up here. And then one other spot. And then one other spot, either the ACC and Big or Big 12 champion. Or a second non-champ. And that'll be interesting. The Florida State, let's say Florida State and Texas are just sitting there as conference champions. Mm-hmm. Both one loss. Who do you take? I think uh, probably the fourth team, probably Texas because of the Alabama win. Do you think a one loss non SEC champ Georgia gets in over Texas <laughs> as the Big 12 champ? Boy, I'll tell you what, it'd be a pretty, dude, they it, would, it would be pretty ballsy. They would, they'd freak out. They would freak out. And Texas out. is going to say, hey, head to head, you lost to Alabama. That's right. And head to head at Alabama, yep. we beat them by yep. double digits. F you, yep. we're in. See, that's why I think Texas would get in. But at the same time, Dave's right about that one. Same time, George is going to be like, yeah, twenty nine straight wins, two straight national nah, titles. Get out of here. Win your league, you little bitch. And the the argument is too is you know we that that extra game. You know, I that's why I do think in some ways the the call the 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 uh, what would you, the championship games they're they're kind of stupid. 
you know, like, like yeah. at this point. Like, and God forbid, like you have the Big Ten. How dumb is it? Like, if you're, let's say, you're, if you're Washington, yeah, you're sitting there and you're saying to yourself, Michigan and Ohio State, they just have to, you have to beat one of those teams once, right? You beat Michigan, you beat Ohio State, and you never have to see them again, right? Because of the the, the divisions. And if you're Washington, you're like, well, for God's sakes, we ran undefeated too. We beat the best team in our in our conference, and now I got to see them again at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Michigan and Ohio State, your reward is Iowa. I mean, if if you're playing this from from three years ago, Oregon's out. Washington is playing Arizona in the title game. Yeah. So it's again, it's just so stupid because <sighs> in the SEC and in the Big Ten. They still do divisions. I don't know. Whereas in the ACC, the Big 12, and the Pac-12, yeah. you you have to basically beat a team twice. Well, I think that's all going away, isn't it? Now yeah. That they're moving yeah, to now 12. that they're moving. So this seems like just a wonderful year to have a 12-team playoff. Oh, God. It'd be so great. Because all this would be It starts moot. next year. Oregon and Washington would both be in, and Michigan and Iowa would... would be in. Well, you know, in the beat. I mean, I think they would, wouldn't they? Uh, no, they're 16th. I don't, know, I don't know what they would do for the at-large. I mean, because remember, it's not by rankings. Yeah. It's just it's the committee. They pick them. They pick them. All right. Um, well, let's – two huge ones this weekend. Oregon, Oregon State, Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah. And Washington, Washington State. <laughs> I mean, hey, weird you thing. never know. Florida State, Florida as well. You, you imagine – This is another one. Isn't Georgia playing like – Alabama A and M or something? Uh, no, I think they got Tech. Oh, they're playing Georgia Tech. I that's believe right. so. That's right. Because I think that's their big rival at the end of the year. They yeah. played the, uh, um, yeah, they got Tech this 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 week. As I say, because the week before, normally they play that uh, the Sister Mary of the Poor at the end of the year, but this year Georgia played Tennessee, and yeah, why didn't they play that game? I don't know. Now they got Tech. They must have played theirs at the beginning. They must have played theirs. Oh. Georgia's a little bit different because um, uh, they play. Uh, don't they? They they play the, their non their fourth non conference game is Georgia Tech. Florida so, is the same way. Yeah, because at the beginning of the year they play uh, their their yeah. three non conference. So and Georgia then, doesn't play that crap game. No, no. Like I mean three of them. Georgia Georgia Tech's not great, but they're not yeah terrible. Yeah, they don't they don't play the Belmonts of the world at the end of the yeah. year because they have okay. that built in. The built-in rivalry game against Oregon Tech. is sixth in the college football playoff rankings. No, T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Change there. Washington up one spot to number four. In the news is next. Uh, I have another big Northwest concert announcement. All right. For you guys. Kenny um, Loggins? No. Here's... Um, Who's over there today? Uh, it's Will. Buck. Buck. This is Rivalry Week on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by PG Long. On 1080 The Fan. Go ahead and climb out of my ass for a while. All right. Welcome back. 443 with Isaac and Sue. It is uh, November 21, 2023. It is time now on our show for In the News. Yeah. I'm your noted newsman. Uh, today is World Television Day. Oh, all right. Well, go TV. And National Stuffing Day. Oh, I love stuffing. Me too. I think it's my favorite side. We don't do, like... Wait, I don't think. I know. Yeah, we don't do, like, traditional Thanksgiving food at uh, my house. But uh, New Seasons, the hot bar that I have for lunch quite a bit, Mm -hmm. they always do, like, every day now they have a a Thanksgiving spread. Just for this time of year. Just for this time of year. And so, uh, I like today, I had a little turkey and some stuffing. Just mm-hmm. kind of threw it in one of the little things. And so, I get my I get my stuffing fixed. Do you think it should be law that you have to put hot sauce on your stuffing? Ooh, hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I usually just mix in a little gravy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't pour the gravy because I like my stuffing to be... Uh, I like it spicy. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I've never Sriracha. thought. I've never thought about that on my uh, stuffing. Well, I told you I have another big Northwest concert announcement, and here it is. I can't wait. You know who this is? I do know who this is. I saw that they announced their tour. I didn't know they were coming here. Great Red Man. Great tune. Uh, the Rolling Stones. Uh, they are coming to... Yay! Yay! Diet Coke! Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, Rolling Stones coming to Lumen Field in Seattle. You may know that that's in Seattle. I'm familiar. That's where the Seahawks play. Yeah, the Stones aren't coming down here to play Moda. No offense, but... Mm. Oh, God. No, no. No, no stadium uh, stadium tour. Yeah. Uh, that will be Wednesday, May 15th, if you want to go see those olds. Oh, of course, there's no guarantee they live that long. Exactly. Oh, dude, they're, they're still Wednesday? killing it. Wednesday? Yeah, it's a Wednesday ah, night. for hell's sakes. Now i got to take time off work. I'd like to go see the Stones. We'll get it. I haven't seen the Stones in probably 20 years. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen the Rolling Stones. And again, see them while you can because they're going to be dead soon. I hear, though, they still... They kill it. They're still great. They kill it. Yeah. I I saw a concert with them that was on the other day. Uh, You know, I think more concerts should be televised. uh, If you had to pick... Like, I, I get, like, you can't just be for free. Sure. But if you sold your concerts to networks or and they played them, or well, Swift, if you made people buy them, the Swifties yeah. did the the their, their her tour. Metallica did that for yeah. one live show. I think that you would. There's a big market for that, and they're always talking about bands like not making enough money or whatever. Yeah. Do that. I really because like, there's a lot of people that just don't go. I would like to see the Rolling Stone show in Seattle. Sure, I would, but it's but Wednesday I'm going to tell you, yeah. I'm not going. Yeah, it's tough. So I want to see it though. Yeah. So send it to me. Get it to me. Yeah. On my devices. Well, like COVID, I know some people were doing some of the smaller bands I like. They were doing like Zoom shows, and 
I'm with you. Yeah. I, I like seeing stuff like that. I would want. I love concerts on TV. I watch them all the time. It doesn't even matter who the band is. I kind of, I just check it out. Well, what was they used to when I had Direct TV all those years ago? There was a yeah Audi, uh, audience. Yeah, it was audience, the, the audience network. network. Yeah, yeah, they always had live shows. Yeah. it would rope me in all the time. Yeah, there was a band I saw in there that I wasn't too familiar with. That I was like, man, they, they're really good. And it was a band called. You probably want to know who it was. Um, oh man, their name is escaping. Nickelback. Me now. <laughs> no. Bon Jovi. Three Doors Down. Presidents of the United States. Crash Test Dummies. Temple of Mud. Bloop, bloop. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Temple of the Dog. They were great though. Trust me. Did you did you get Temple of the Dog confused with Temple of Mud? The hell is Temple of Mud? I don't know what you're talking about. Puddle I said of Temple mud. of the Dog. I think he's thinking of Puddle, Puddle of Mud Puddle and Temple of, of the yeah. Dog. I got it. I got it there eventually. Like, much like Raising Arizona, I got there eventually. Hey, on this next story, so much questions here. Uh, they are touting this as a miracle reunion where a family in Portland lost their dog two years ago. I love these stories. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Because I, I think about losing my dog and it would be... It sucks. It'd be crushing. Yeah, it would suck. Um, but... The Panula family. Ah, the good old Panulas. They live out in Hillsboro. Their dogs ran away. They wandered off. They didn't run. They wandered. And do we know that? Only one of them came home. Well, so they held on to hope that they would see Luna again. It looks like Luna is a, a pit bull mix of some sort. Maybe pit bull boxer. Okay. Type of dog. And um, so they just soon accepted the fate that Luna was gone because the one dog came back, the other one they hadn't seen for years. Sure. So then they tune in to AM Extra on, I don't know, Coin or something? And Carlos Panula, the dad, said he was watching it. They had a Second Chance Pets segment, Mm -hmm. and they were talking about a dog named Fiesta that was at the shelter in southwest Washington up there. And they... And he's like, wait a minute. That looks like... That's Luna! Wow. Yeah, but... Here's my first question. I think I know where you're going with this. How do you not check the shelters for your dog? It seems a little ridiculous. Two years later? Can I... I don't I don't want to be cynical because I love stories like that's this. That's bullshit. But you know me. Whenever there's one of these stories that, that doesn't seem to add up, I always get my antenna up. Is it possible that Luna left because these people are absolute dirtbags? Well, yeah. I mean... Well, they didn't care to get her back. If they did, they would have checked the Southwest Washington Humane Society, would they not? Exactly. Something tells me, like, I, I know that if, if my dog wandered off, something, like, I, I just, I, I find it hard to believe that he just would, it would just, I, I would look for, like, a day and then be like, well, nothing I can do about it. Like, oh, oh, you put, like, put up a sign, like, on an old milk, milk carton. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think these people, uh, I don't think they deserve, uh, they don't deserve the dog. Well, I'm looking at them here. They are Niners fans. Wow. They're, so I don't they're know hanging how, out down at the wooden chicken. I don't know how you feel about that. but uh, seems Clearly ske- dirt bags. Seems sketch. Yeah, I thought that was weird. <laughs> Pull the, what is it, the, uh, <laughs> the Billy Madison. You get off your ass and you find that effing dog. And by the way, two years ago? I know. So what, has the dog been at the shelter for two years? Well, it sounds like the dog may have made some rounds. I don't know. Sure, it, it just takes two years to get up there. It's a real Joe Dirt sort of situation where that dog better be asking, did you really look for me? It's just like, <laughs> I wouldn't stop looking for my dog. It's just it's, it's like the time when, remember when we got Ned? Yeah, I remember old Ned. Old lucky Ned Pepper. Yeah. We rescued him because they told us, well, not he, we liked him. He was great. And my wife picked him out, and he was wonderful. Big dog. Big old Big old dog. Yeah. 
uh, they said that the his his owner surrendered him. Crying, he 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 rolled in in a wheelchair, crying, yeah. saying, "I just can't, I can't take care of him anymore." Ned was a lot, and so we we're like, "Oh my god, what a terrible story! You must have loved that." Dog. So we took Ned, and Ned was a nightmare. I remember, a, I remember at the beginning, he, he was a nightmare. It was almost too much, and wife almost sent him back. But um, of course, the Pixie Project—they uh, do a great job. They—they they were like, oh, you know, you know what's going to happen if he comes back here? Yeah. We're going to put him down, yeah. and it's like. And the guilt trip was like, okay, fine, we'll keep him. Well, he ended up being great. Yeah, you loved old Ned. Oh, he was such a great dog. He, I think dogs, you know, they just figure, he figured it out. Plus, he was medicated. We kind of toned him down a little he bit. Doped him up a little bit. Happens. But he ended up getting cancer. We only had him for two years, but because uh, he was a little bit older. We the, the first day we got him, my kid was walking that dog at the park, and some other kid comes up to him and says, Is that dog named Ned? And, uh, Meat was like, yeah. yeah. He's like, that's my dog. And Ned had no reaction to this kid whatsoever. Yeah. Ned was like, oh, you again. Yeah. And so this good. guy was like, and then the whole, fa- so then I look around, uh, or Meat called me down there and I walked down and the whole family was there. And so I got to talking to him and I was like, mm, again, not, mm, eh, sometimes the people, I don't know. sometimes the people don't deserve the dog. I don't know. I think they met well and they were really nice, but. Yeah. I, I, it meant a lot to me that Ned just didn't wasn't like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Why'd you give me up, man? Seems sketchy, you know. Well, yeah, we had a, we rescued a senior dog. This was 15 years ago. We had a French Mastiff, Cleo, and the people had Cleo for 12 years. It's a French Mastiff for God's sake. They don't live much longer than that. Think Turner and who? And they gave him up. 12 years, and they gave her up. Why? F. Those people. Why did they do that? Though? Uh, they moved and they 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 they. Yeah, that always weird. That's always go weird to, hell. to me too. Go to hell. Oh, we just we had to move so we couldn't keep our what? You had a dog for twelve years and you decided mm, whatever, and they just dumped her. And by the way, the, like the rescue organization, they were like, "This is ridiculous." So we gave Cleo home. We had her for like she lived for like eight months. She was wonderful, but that, I, I see that bothers me. You had a senior dog. I understand that sometimes you you know like it, it's a challenge. You don't get to keep a dog for its entire life, no. and then at the end, when it's a little older, and be like, well, it doesn't fit into our plans anymore. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Screw you. All right, uh, in the news continues next. In- super duper fly. Super duper fly. Me, I'm super fly. This is Rivalry Week on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by PG Long. On 1080 The Fan. All right, I don't have any more. Well, I, we kind of have to go, but I'll, I'll I'll give you one more story. Squeeze in a bonus story. Yeah, boner story. Uh, eight police officers will be walking the streets of downtown Portland every day through the new year. I love this. Eight, love it. The goal is to try to make people feel safer. And I love, by the way, they I, in the article I read this, and of course they had the wet blanket that was like. I'm not certain that the holiday spirit is all about seeing people in badges with guns as opposed to what else is going on in downtown. Freaking you can't have it both ways, people. I just this is I think this is great when whenever you're walking around San Francisco, when Detroit, when people have cleaned up the cities, you know what the number one thing you can do? Police presence. Sorry. If you're walking around and you yeah. want to feel safe in downtown amongst the urban campers, to me, it, and I think the vast majority of people, I get not everybody, but the vast majority of people, when you see a cop walking on the street, you feel safe walking to the bar or walking to the restaurant or walking at night. I'll nitpick a little bit here. Eight? Like, is that? 
I mean, I guess that's better than better, zero. Better than zero. But is it? I mean, is that... Well, again, I don't know what that does. Part of what Detroit's cleanup was is they had the casinos yeah. pay for extra police force to wander around downtown. You see them all the time. They're super friendly, and it makes people feel safe. Well, they've already started. Monday was their first day. I'm all for this. Uh, they say it is a response to a rise in crime in the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, their goal is to make people feel safer. There's eight of them. They'll be broken up into teams of two. They will walk the streets of Portland from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. I wish it was a little later, but... Seven days a week yeah. all the way through the new year. Look, I at and least... And then we'll go back to being... Uh, yeah, lawless. Yeah. I Look, I applaud the city for... The, you can see that they're making efforts. They're trying some things. And I think that should be encouraged. Hey, defund the police. <laughs> yeah. How'd that work? Uh, that is in the news November 21. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. 20, 21. 2023. Uh, coming up next, uh, it's time for the Hot 5 5. We've got the college football playoff rankings. We've got a surprise firing, or was it a surprise, in the NFL. And um, what else can I tease? You want some Maui Invitational news? You know I do. I think you do. Yeah. I think you want that. Rock you sh- want that very Rock much. Rock shock. Yeah, so uh, we'll get to that, all that stuff. Blazers playing, you know. All that next on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.